York Institute and Clay County battle in a fun non-region game. Stone Memorial looks to bounce back from their first loss of the season. And the White County Warriors are moving classifications next season. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined by Head Coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program. 7-1 on the season, 2-0 in region play, and took down Grundy County on the road 54-0 last Friday after the long road trip. Coach, uh, just take me through, after that long road trip, what do the guys do really well in the win? Well, we we scored. That was the only thing we did really well. I didn't think we played very good. Um, I think we kind of came out flat and, and played that way throughout the game. But, uh, you know, we made plays. And you know, it's hard to complain about uh, winning 54 to nothing. But, you know, these guys, uh, you know, we're, we're better than what we showed the other night. And, and uh, we'll fix it and we'll get better. Do you think some of that or maybe all of it was kind of attributed to that uh, two-plus-hour drive down? I say that had something to do with it. We're not used to being on a bus that long. Uh, we stopped in Cookville and, and, and ate some stuff. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was, that may have played a part in it. And, and you know, then there's also, there, we're talking about 16, 17 year old kids. And, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they come out like that and, and not focused and, and not doing what they're supposed to do. But hey, it's a win, so we'll, we'll take it. That's the important part. And, well, Coach, for you guys, you get to stay in Salina for the final two re- final two regular season games, York this week, and then a big one with Gordonsville next week, obviously. Uh, before we get into those two matchups, so are you guys focusing on anything in particular in practice this week? Uh, you know, just trying to make sure we don't do what we did this past Friday, you know, uh, as in, you know, making sure our mindset's correct and make sure we focus and execute and, and do those things and, uh, you know, just trying to get better. Is there anything in practice you can really do, any drills or anything? Is it more just kind of talking to the team, just trying to make sure they're, they are hyped up, they have the energy up, and they're ready to go come Friday? Uh, absolutely. You can make sure that they know the importance of these ball games. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't, you know, once it's over with, you, you can't take it take it back i mean you can't have any regrets of what you know what you didn't do and what you did do so um you know that's one thing that we talk about a lot around here coach uh, i know i said we'll talk about kind of those matchups coming up in a little bit before we get into those uh, i know i've asked you this kind of earlier in the season as well but entering week 10 here in your first year with clay county does it really feel like you have a good chemistry with the guys on the team and your coaching staff now Oh, absolutely. I think it's went well. You know, uh, they're starting to, uh, they believe in, in what we do and, and what, what, what I preach all the time. And, and I, you know, I believe in these kids and, and, uh, you know, I think these kids are, are special and, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And, and, uh, my coaches, are, you know, those guys have done a great job and they, they think they love going to practice just like I do. And these kids, uh, you know, they come to work every day and, and, uh, I love that mentality. Talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And coach, I mentioned a non-region game this week with a good York team coming into town. As Are you installing anything new in practice this week as you get ready for them or just kind of working on what you guys have? We're just doing what we're doing. And, you know, we do what we do and, and, and trying to get better at it. And, you know, Coach Wright is, is one of the best coaches around here. And I think the world of him, he's a, he's a good fella. I know what to expect when when Coach Wright comes. They're going to be physical and and they're going to uh, play hard and and give everything they got. So you know we know it's a tough contest. Of course, these two teams met last year. Neither of you guys, with you and Coach Wright, were in that game. With both of you guys back in your first years, of course, Coach Wright has been there before at York, but back in his first year again. How is this Dragons team different? It's not the usual offense that Coach Wright is used to running. What what stands out on film about him offensively? 
Well, they're extremely athletic. Um, you know, uh, the young man that plays quarterback, uh, he, he's, he's extremely, he can throw the ball, he can run the ball. They got some fast kids on the outside. Uh, I think he moved his tight end to tailback this past week, and he runs the ball extremely hard. And, and their off, their offensive line, the defensive line, they, they play extremely hard. Um, you know, just like a Coach Wright coach team would play. And you know, uh, I've coached against Coach Wright many times, and uh, you know, against the York Dragons, and they're always a tough contest, and they're always physical and and well coached. Coach, how good of a test will it be? They're up in classification a little bit from you guys being in that single-A spot, and it kind of gets you ready for that region title game next week. How good of an opportunity is it to play a good football team before that game next week? Well, you know, it, it's it's really big, and, and, you know, it'll get us ready for next week and for the playoffs and playing such a caliber of football team that, that, that the York Dragons come out and, and present for us. So, yeah, it's it's a huge game for us. Um, you know, we want to come out and play hard, and make sure everybody's healthy. I know Coach Wright's the same way. He's going to be playing for a region championship next week, and um, you know, I, I'm sure he's the same way. Just biggest thing is keeping everybody healthy and and playing good and playing hard. Of course, you guys still want to try to win the ball game as every coach wants to. But defensively, for you guys, what are they going to have to do a good job of on that side of the ball to try to slow down Lafew at that quarterback position, like you had mentioned for the Dragons? Well, we 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 just got to be disciplined. We got to be disciplined in what we do and uh, and, and execute. And, and Coach Coach Dickerson does a great job of of um, you know doing a, you know getting everything set for us and and putting our kids in the right place. And if we if we're disciplined, you know, I think it'll work out. Head coach Bruce Lamb with the Clay County Bulldogs right here on the High School Playbook Fun Matchup with the York Institute Dragons coming up on Friday at home in Salina. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Joined down by head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program, five and three on the season, still three and zero in region play, and fell to a good Gibbs team on the road, twenty four to seven, this past Friday. And coach, I'll kind of started right there. This good Gibbs squad. What did they do well to make it tough for you guys, especially offensively? Well, they got us off balance. Uh, you know, offense with defense on a, on defense. You know, we had four freshmen starting. It showed up. And once we got adjusted, we were able to stop what they were doing. But they were attacking the flats on us, and we wasn't doing a good job covering it. It's a pretty good high-powered offense that they've – I mean, they can put up a lot of points. You guys were able to hold them to 24 points. Were, were you proud of your defense? Did you think they played well in it? I think overall, once we got settled in and adjusted, I, I, was, I was proud of them. I thought they played played hard, played physical. Uh you know, had had some mental mistakes, but that was to be expected. To be honest, with the amount of reps they've had, but uh, you know, we uh, we we feel like we've got it situated now, and we can just improve on what we were doing. I know you said before, kind of going into that game. Obviously, your running back position has been a little depleted, so it sounded like you're going to bring Bilbrey, your tight end, into that tailback spot. Uh, did he yeah. play in that game, and and how did he do? He played well. He he ran the ball well for us. He ran he ran uh, more more physical than we've had in a while. Uh, you know we we won the time of possession, uh, and uh, we were about twenty yards different in in the yard category. We just had four turnovers on the game, and mm. and they didn't have any. And that was the that was what really got us because we uh, went in the half fourteen to seven. Uh, you know, got the ball start the second half and. Uh, Going down the field, a little 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 ways across the forty, and uh, fumbled the football. And uh, you know, and their and the, their other, their other two scores came off of our mistakes. Uh, you know, so 
So there was a lot of a lot of a lot of positives come out of the game. You know, fix a few things again, and, and uh, we'd be right there in the game. Well, coach, kind of a nice week. Uh, you kind of mentioned those things to work on in practice, and it's a non-region game before you get that really important uh, final region game coming up next week. What are you guys going to be right. working on in practice? Is it kind of taking care of the football and just kind of shoring up some other things? Yeah, just just taking care of the ball, getting more fundamental sound than what we're doing defensively. Uh, you know, just continue to work on execution and 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 not making those mistakes. Do you change anything offensively with Bilbrey at that running back position? Since he's kind of more of a more of a power back, it seems like. Well, it allows you to go more in in, in a and b gap, do some mm-hmm. things in there, uh, run more. You know, just dive type stuff, traps. Uh, uh, but you know, he ran he ran the stuff outside well too. Uh, he had a you know he had a pretty pretty solid game. We're talking with head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, a fun matchup, a non-region matchup with Clay County on the road coming up on Friday. Obviously, they're having a really good season as well. Uh, what what stands out about this Bulldogs team this year? Well, they're balanced. They're, they're very fundamental. Uh, you, you see that very well coached on what they're doing offensively, defensively. Uh, you know, they've got three veteran coaches that, that are that – are, been in in the high school football for a long time and uh you know it shows in what they're doing they're they're not doing anything you know super complicated but they're executing extremely well they're they're solid uh uh good balanced run pass attack and uh using their personnel well it's kind of a fun storyline. Of course, these two teams met last year, but neither you or Coach Lamb were in that matchup. Of course, you've been at York before. You've coached against Coach Lamb when he was at Livingston. Yep. What do you remember kind of playing against those Wildcat teams and taking on Coach Lamb? Just same thing. Good, well-coached teams. Want to be physical. Uh, you know, fundamentally sound. Don't make a lot. You know, don't don't make mistakes. Uh, you know, you just got to play good, sound football. Uh when you play those type coaches that just you know they're going they're going to do what they do and do it well. With it being that final non-region game of the year for you guys, what do you really want to see the team do well as you prepare for the region title game next week? Well, we we've got to uh, not make you know not make mistakes on offense, not turn the ball over, uh, keep our defense in better positions uh, as far as field position and and you know anytime turn the ball over. You change field position uh, for the most part, so just just making sure we're executing, not making mistakes. Uh, we got to open up the passing game more. Uh, we got a little bit too much run oriented Friday night. We got to mix it up a little bit more. Coach, how do you attack this week in practice? I, I mean, for me personally, I feel like it would be tough because obviously you have that region title game next week, but you have a really good Clay County team this week. How do you guys attack it in practice this week? Because you want to get a win, but you also need to prepare for next week. Well, you know, I, I've always looked at the week I'm in, uh, okay. you know, uh, one game at a time. Uh, so, you know, we just got to take and, and, and look at what we do and, and just try to get better at what we do, you know, and what we're doing and execution and just just go out and play uh, a better, solid, more solid football game. Focus in practice is going to be, you know, for the offensive line, getting off the ball, uh Offensively in the backfield, just just making better better decisions and taking care of the football, and then from a defensive standpoint, 
just getting more sound than what we were doing. We had we had some busts on some stunts. We had some busts on some coverages. Just work on, you know, being sound in what we're doing. Lastly, Coach, and I actually talked to Coach Lamb a little earlier on and asked him a, a similar question. Of course, a little bit different with you back here at York. Right. Obviously, you've coached there before, but here in Week 10, does it feel like you've built some good chemistry with the guys and the rest of your coaching staff this year? Yeah, I think we have. I think, you know, we, we're a young we're a young team, uh, and and we, know, we knew that coming in. We've got seven seniors. You know, we, we've had a couple of those guys who have been hurt, and uh, – so we're we're a young football team, but you know I, I was like you said I was proud of the the effort we gave at Gibbs. Uh, you know I didn't think that you know Gibbs lined up and just beat us. I think we we turned the ball over, and made mistakes. So uh, you know that's what we're we're just asking our guys to compete, play hard, and uh, you know if we keep doing that, good things are going to happen. Head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons, right here on the High School Playbook, fun non-region game coming up with the Clay County Bulldogs on Friday. Coach Wright, we appreciate the time as always. All right, appreciate you guys. Thank you. We go in the High School Playbook because we're joined by Upperman B's head football coach Adam Kane, six and two on the season, three and one in region play after a big win over DeKalb County in overtime, seventeen to sixteen this past Friday. And uh, coach, I at first just want to know what were your thoughts on the win on Friday over the Tigers. <laughs> Well, I felt like we were really fortunate to, you know, come out on top. They uh, got in. We got into overtime. It was pretty even, even game. Um, you know, not much offense. They had some, some pretty explosive plays, but we we had a rough time generating any offense. Um, but we got it into overtime, and, and we scored and kicked extra point, and then you know they score on the first play. And, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised he went for two. Um, but he had, you know, perfect play call on. I had a guy wide open in the end zone and just couldn't execute the throw and catch. And so, you know, we, we, we felt fortunate to come out on top, but that's kind of the way it is. Uh, you know, those overtime deals are, are, are pressure-packed, you know, situations and, and sometimes – you know, can can produce some uh, crazy results. And, um, you know, we lost one in overtime to or uh, on a two-point play to Stone, and we, we, we were fortunate to win this one. So I'll take it. Um, you know, it kind of shows the, uh, the, the strength of our region. Uh, you know, the top four teams in this region are all pretty even and, and they have played really, really good games. I know – our game with Stone Memorial was a one-point game. Um, Macon and Stone was a one-point game, and our game with the Cab was a one-point game. So <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. If you like close ball games, you might want to stick around our region. Of course, you got the three and one teams now between you guys, Stone and Macon, and you mentioned all those one point games. And of course, DeKalb now gets Stone at the end of the year. And I, I know when we had talked last week, you said that there's been a couple people that'll come into your office and kind of bring up the hypotheticals. Uh, now that you're three and one, and you have a chance to go to four and one, have you looked at those hypotheticals at all, or is it still just business as usual? Um, not really. I, I haven't. Um, you know, all we can do is control what's in front of us and, uh, you know, uh, you know, try to try to win the games that, that are on our schedule. Um, I still think it's a little bit too crazy uh, to even um, figure it out right now. I mean, it's all going to come down to that last weekend. And, uh, 
to see what the seeding is and and who wins it. And so you, you kind of you're kind of wasting your time, you know, trying to do the hypotheticals. And and uh, you know, we got a really tough opponent this week, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then in Walker Valley, and then we got a you know a, a, a pretty much a rivalry game with with Livingston. So you know, we got enough on our plate to to deal with rather than, you know, going through all the scenarios. Talking with head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. 3-1 in region play, 6-2 and two on the season, and getting ready to travel down to Walker Valley, which Coach Kane just mentioned right there. Coach, before we get into that matchup, I wanted to ask you, I know we had talked earlier on in this season, and a lot of the talk was you were still trying to figure out what your team is made of. If, if you look back at week one and now here in week 10, where do you think your team has improved the most? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we we came out of the gate pretty strong and and kind of demonstrated that you know we were going to be a pretty good football team and and um and and hit a little uh, rough patch in the middle of the season. Um, you know, I guess we got staggered a little bit um, by what 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 turns out to be you know probably one of the better teams in the state any classification you know Fayetteville mm-hmm. and um you know and then back to back you know you got beat by stone on the two-point play and so um the thing that I've been impressed with this team is that we've been able to regroup and kind of get back to who we are and who we've always been here and we, we, we're playing pretty tough on defense and and playing pretty hard and swarming the ball. And then, you know, uh, most nights we're able to kind of establish our run game. That's what we struggled at with the cab, but they kind of done that to everybody. So, um, you know, I think we're playing pretty well. I think we're playing with some confidence and, and, um, you know, when, when you have confidence, you're able to play with a little, um, little less anxiety and, and be a little looser. And um, and I think that's what the last three weeks have, you know, has been able to. We we've just been able to kind of get over the hump because you know when you're when you're a team that's used to winning, um, and you drop a couple games, I, I think you can get a little um, anxious, and uh, you know that makes you play tighter, and then you're not playing as well. So I feel like we're kind of getting back to you know playing with some confidence and and um that's allowing us to play loose and allowing us to play better well lastly coach it is going to be a fun matchup against walker valley you get a go on the road and obviously your team uh, pretty used to going on the road in the second half of the season this one a little bit longer though uh, just take me through what do you know about this walker valley football team they've got a bunch of good skill players um you know, some dynamic receivers and, uh, with, with good speed and, and, you know, good athleticism and a good quarterback, a dual threat guy. Um, you know, he's probably their most dangerous runner and then he's got a really good arm and, you know, they got a, uh, a coach that, uh, isn't afraid to, to sling the ball around and, um, spread you out and, throw it all over the yard and that kind of stuff and then um you know the cool the the quarterback's kind of a 
like I said, a dual threat guy, but a lot of his runs come on, you know, not necessarily designed runs. They come in this in the scramble game and their passing attack. And so that creates a whole nother uh you know, a whole nother dilemma for your defense when when they can uh you know be productive when what I call accidental offense. And so you know, those are things we're going to have to really focus on uh, on the defensive side. You know, it'll be good good test for us, and, and uh, I think it's just a good way to kind of gauge where you're at leading into, you know, week the, the last game and then the playoffs. That's it. Coach Adam Kane with the Upper Mid-B's football program, 6-2 and two on the season, 3-1 and one in region play, and a fun matchup with Walker Valley on the road coming up on Friday. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined by head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers. 6-2 and two on the season, 2-2 two and two in region play now after a, a hard-fought loss to a good Upperman team in overtime, 17-16 to 16 this past Friday. And uh, Coach, I'll start it there. Just take me through what were your thoughts on that ball game this past Friday? I, I, well, definitely it was a hard-fought ball game. Uh, you know, if you're a fan, it's, it's definitely entertaining. Uh, you know, if you're the coach, it's it's definitely entertaining. You know, my take on it is it's just uh, it's just another one of those ball games in which we told our guys that for you know the whole time we was preparing the team that that makes the least amount of mistakes will have the greatest opportunity to win the game. And you know, we had our opportunities throughout that ball game. Uh, you know, to ultimately be victorious in it. But uh, when you do the types of mistakes that we made, uh, you know, they kindly bite you and they catch up to you in the end. I know there was a good opportunity to convert that two-point conversion attempt at the end as well. Just couldn't quite get the execution down on it. And uh, what, what was kind of the message to the team after an emotional game like that one? I mean, most of the time after the game, win or lose, it's always the same speech. Uh, you know, part of how we define what we do here in Tiger Pride is always being better than you were the the opportunity before. So if we would have won, you know, they would have got the same thing. And uh, But a lot of it was about just, you know, reiterating that you can't make those types of mistakes. You can't have those turnovers. You know, we give up a turnover there early, uh, gives them the short field, puts them in a great position to score, and they did. Uh, then two plays later, we hit a big play. We're, you know, potentially going into the end zone or at least have the ball inside the five with a chance to score. But, again, we fumble. You know, a lot of kudos to them for a lot of effort, you know, a lot of, you know, to go chase that guy down and, and recover that. Uh, you know, a bot snap right before halftime on a field goal opportunity that would have gave us a, a lead going into halftime. Uh, then we miss a field goal, which after we watch the film, you know, uh, one guy steps the wrong way, they get a guy through there, and he gets one finger on the football, and it makes it go just enough to hit the upright. So we talk all the time about the thousand little things that you have to do better than your opponent, and we did a lot of those things, but ultimately in the end, the mistakes caught up with us. Coach, it's uh, kind of a weird week this week for you guys because you have to prepare for a really good, good pasture team. However, you guys on fall break. So what, what, what is kind of the game plan like this week? What's the practice schedule like for you guys? Are you still going to try to give the guys some time off if you can? No, there's no time off. Uh, fall break is for people that don't have games. We have games. So, uh, you know, we had our bye week a couple weeks ago. So that's when they got their time off. So it's it's business as usual. I mean, the you know, you spin everything positive. A lot of people look at it with negative fall break. That well for us, we don't have to focus or worry about 
you know, what we have to do in the classroom this week. It's all about what we can do here. So, you know, we're bringing them in early so that they can have their afternoons free to, you know, possibly work some more hours or, or just spend some more time with their families or whatever it may be. But, you know, as far as preparation, it's a typical game week as usual. Talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers football program, 6-2 and two on the season, 2-2 two and two in region play, and getting ready for a really good, good pasture team coming up on Friday. Coach O, as you get into practice this week, you mentioned kind of those early morning practices. What are you guys really focusing on? Well, I mean, focus on doing what we do and doing it the right way. And, uh, again, you know, nobody's ever played or coached a perfect football game. But, you know, just the things that we can control, we got to make sure that we can control them and do them right. So, uh, you know, getting snaps, you know, getting lined up, just those things. And then, you know, the scheme part of it each and every week, that is what it is. But but just making sure that, you know, we don't relive some of those same mistakes again this week that can take you out of a chance to win a football game. What well, what really stands out about this good pasture team on film when you look at them? Well, I mean, they're good. I mean, they're very disciplined. Uh, I mean, defensively, they're where they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, up front, you know, I think that was the strength of their, their defense and probably their whole team is that defensive line. They've got some good linebackers. Um, you know, they do multiple coverages on the back end. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of film on them, but they've run multiple different defenses too. So just making sure that we're prepared for every see, for every look that we see. But then offensively, they've got some, some very athletic guys, a couple of different guys that can tote the rock very well. Uh, they'll do some different things there also. So they're just very multiple, uh, you know, so just making sure that we get everything covered that we need to. Lastly, Coach, you head into Week 10. It's a non-region game, of course, the big game with Stone next week to to finish out the regular season. But what do you really want to see the guys do well after the emotional loss last week against a good upper men team and another chance to take on a good football team this week? Well, last week's game is over. It is what it is, you know, so we definitely want to make sure that there's no hangover or carryover in that regard, and and I've not seen that. Uh, you know, it's about taking a step forward, and, you know, like I said, a couple plays go different, and then it's a totally different mindset, you know, with these young guys. But as far as their head coach, like I said, they get the same message no matter if we win or lose, and that's simply, you know, trying to be better your next opportunity uh, and then just always be motivated by the opportunities that you've got. So, uh, you know, I've liked what I've seen so far, and we understand the challenge. And, uh, you know, we're, I'm expecting them to show up and play good football. Head coach Steve Trapp with the DeKalb County Tigers right here on the high school playbook. They're taking on good pasture coming up on Friday. Coach Trapp, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome into the high school playbook. We're joined by head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers football program, 7-1 and one on the season, 3-1 and one in region play, and coming off the bye last week. And, Coach, I'll kind of start it there. Uh, it had fall break. You had the bye week as well. What, how did you guys kind of approach it? Were there some time off for the guys? What What was it like? Yeah, we gave them and our staff um, the, the week off entirely. Uh, I think we needed that as a group, collectively, uh, mentally, physically. Uh, we had played 11 straight Friday nights uh, between scrimmages and our eight ball games, and a lot of really physical ball games, a lot of good football teams between our scrimmages and games both. Uh, and our kids needed that. I think uh, being around them in the hallways and, and in the weight room, uh, I think they've come back renewed and with a sense of uh, fresh energy about them. Have you had a chance to review that Macon County film at all? Yeah, Absolutely. What what were a couple of things that you picked up on that you guys are going to be keen in on in practice this week? Well, on some level, we lost the game uh, in special teams hmm. uh, and then a lack of situational awareness at times. They had two 
special teams touchdowns before our defense ever stepped on the field uh, during that ball game. So it was a fourteen nothing lead uh, for them, and, and we dug ourselves that hole. But uh, I don't want to take anything away from Macon County by any stretch. They're a good football team, and and as much as we made mistakes, they made those plays happen. So they're very deserving. Obviously, came away with the win, uh, and they're sitting there with an outstanding record themselves. Uh, but special teams, and then that situational awareness, they. They caught a screen pass on a second and 25 uh, and then completed a deep ball on a second and 15. So those are a couple of things that we feel like we need to tighten up and, and have our kids more aware of and more prepared for. Coach, as you head here into week 10, is everybody still fairly healthy on the injury report? What, what's that look like for you guys? Well, we had a couple of kids out, um, Chris Hanna and Maddox Akendo. Uh, those kids will probably remain out at this time, but really just the Macon County game, such a good football team, physical football team up front. We had a lot of kids uh, playing through injuries by the end of that game. And, uh, you know, to a man, they've all come back fired up and ready to go and healthy and, and hopefully fresh and, and ready to make a run here at the uh, the prime time of the season. Good to hear for the Panthers as they head into the final two regular season games. Talking with head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers. And, uh, Coach, so let's get into it this week as we're right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Taking on a Kingston team in a non-region game. Pretty good Kingston team as well, 5-3 and three on the season. What do you know so far about the Yellow Jackets? You know, it's a, a really good football team, just a great football program. And, and when you're a team like Kingston and, and you know, a head coach like uh, Coach Panky, uh, it's a program you're facing, not just an individual team. There's a lot of pride in that program. Uh, they're well coached, they're athletic, they're physical year in, year out. Uh, our last two games with Kingston uh, have come down to the final play of the game. So we know we're going to have, uh, you know, every second of a 48 minute fight on our hands uh, because they're a dang good football team and, and a heck of an established program over there with Coach Panky in Rome County. Coach, do you think about installing anything new into the offense or even the defense or maybe just some wrinkles as you head into this non-region game before you get that final region game next week? Yeah, I mean, I think there's wrinkles every week, or at least that's my approach, is to have something that the the offense and defense the opposing team hasn't been able to prepare for. So that's something we do, um, you know, every week. And we'll continue to do that. But I think getting back to some basics, too, um, you know, that week away and just, you know, focus back in on our uh, base stuff on both sides of the ball, I think is important as well. But yeah, wrinkles are something that's, I think, part of our identity and who we are and the approach we take every week. So that'll certainly continue to be uh, part of what we do. Coach, it's kind of a, an interesting ending to the year for you guys because you have the non-region game this week and then, of course, a huge game next week with, with DeKalb County, which obviously has uh, big region implications. Do, do you find yourself or the team at all looking ahead to that game, or is it still all eyes on Kingston and then you'll turn the attention towards DeKalb County once the once Saturday hits? You know, that's certainly something that uh, away from the kids and during the bye week that I kind of looked at and and I was certainly scoreboard watching and, and you know watching some of those broadcasts uh, online on Friday night. I just uh, I don't know what to do without high school football on a fall Friday night. So was certainly watching some of those games. But uh, now that we're back, we're back into school and back into the swing of our practice week. I think it's certainly a deal where we got to worry about us. And I, I know all four of these teams at the top of our region are really good, um, and, and Kingston's a good football team. So. Um, there's a lot of different scenarios. There's a lot of ways things can play out, but I've got to focus on uh, making Stone the best football team they can be and the most prepared football team uh, to take the field Friday night against Kingston. And uh, that's the only way we're going to have a shot to, to maximize our potential is if we worry about being the best we can be. I know those other teams are good 
and there's going to be a lot of close ball games played uh, here at the end of the regular season. So we just got to take care of us. Coach, what what are a couple of things that you really want to see the team do well against Kingston this week in the game? Well, um, really want to see us execute, um, you know, not give up the big plays on defense, which hurt us. Offensively, um, had a really productive night against Macon County. I would like to think that we'll build on that um, this week and continue to execute at a high level on both sides of the ball. Uh, the big thing is just how our kids respond. And um, against Macon County, it was the first time we had led um, by, by – or first time we had trailed, excuse me, uh, by more than one score all year. And we battled back from that twice. They got up 14 nothing and 28-14. So I was really proud of the way our kids responded. Uh, the result didn't go our way at the end. We didn't make that happen. But uh, uh, really just want to see our kids' response, one from a loss and one from a week off. You know, those two things. Uh, I think we'll we'll really paint the picture for Friday's game with Kingston. Lastly, Coach, of course, uh, still a lot of football to be played the last couple of weeks in the regular season, and then, of course, playoff games as well. But how fun has this season been, both for you personally and for the team this year? Yeah, I try to make them all fun, if I'm being honest. I, I, when it's not fun for me or I can't make it fun for the kids, I probably just need to go do something else. Uh, but this group in particular – uh, to directly answer your question, it's a team that it matters to, you know, and, and we had some heartbroken kids and some upset kids and uh, even some angry kids after losing to Macon. But I'm thankful that, that this team doesn't accept losing. I'm thankful that this team wants to be better and get better uh, and not, you know, take any game for granted or, or uh, let any game get beyond our reach. Uh, I'm thankful for this group, that the way they battle back, uh, those are the things that make this group a little extra special or a little extra fun to coach uh, in, in the pride that they have in this program and uh, how they want to respond and, and how much the game means to them. That's head coach Derek Samber with the Stone Memorial Panthers, 7-1 and one on the season, getting ready to take on Kingston coming up on Friday in a non-region game right here on the High School Playbook. Coach Samber, we appreciate the time as always. Yes, sir. Thanks as always. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program. Six and two on the season, three and two in region play. And coach coming off the bye last week after the big win over Hillsboro. Uh, just take me through, how did you guys approach it? I know fall break uh, last week as well. What what was it like during last week? Did you give the, give the guys some time off? Yeah, we took the week completely off. We told them, you know, um, Friday night that, you know, didn't want to see them back till till Monday. So it was it was good. We needed it. I think we needed it physically, but I think we needed it mentally as well because it was a been a grind, you know, trying to to get into the playoffs. The kids worked so hard and losing a couple guys there and, and just struggling with the game, you know, losing some close games there. Um, you know, I think it was big. And uh, I think the kids came back, you know, focused, ready to go. They know we've, we've got to beat uh, Hunter's Lane this week to give us any chance at a two-seed. So, they're they're focused, and I think their bodies feel a lot better. So it was a good good week off. Could, could it have come at a better time, especially with uh, with Malachi and his groin injury? Of course, he did play in that Hillsboro game as well. But uh, give him uh, just a full week to kind of rest up and then get back into practice. Could it have really come at a better time for you guys? No, I mean it really was a good time. We we needed it. I would have probably taken it a week earlier if I could, but <laughs> luckily we were able to get the victory there, at Hillsboro. But not only Malachi, there was there's several guys there that are mm. banged up that are key guys for us that fought through things with shoulders and knees and ankles and hands and everything else. You name it under the sun. It's just a you know physical game. You play that many games in a row and um, against some you know tough competition and fighting. Every game we've had has been a 
a battle, it seems. So it's not two-quarter games very often. So um, we definitely needed it. And, and hopefully, you know, Malachi can come back and be better. But like I said, we've got several others that hopefully are, are going to be 100% when we come, come game time Friday. Talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. 6-2 and two on the season, 3-2 and two in region play, and Coach Frazier had mentioned the big matchup with Hunter's Lane coming up this Friday, and a win would put you at 4-2, and two, and a, pos- a small chance to get the 2-seed, but a good chance to get at least the 3-seed during practice this week. What has kind of been the message to the team about this game? Well, bottom line is, you know, we we got to take care of our own own business. You know, you, you look at other people's games and we, we can check that out on Saturday we, mm-hmm. we don't need to be concerned on what they're doing um, we, we want to get better um, you know we, we really talked about um, getting stronger physically uh, having a good two weeks in the weight room having a, a good two weeks mentally on the practice field uh, working on techniques and, and getting more sound and what we're doing um, it's not a um, a time to relax it's a time to put on more steam and try to get you know better we know that as a playoff team that you know no matter what our seed is we're going to be playing a good team on the other region that they're they're stacked over there so we're going to be playing somebody that's really good uh be it number one nolensville or you know whatever pages right now they were two before nolensville beat them or franklin county's a top 10 team so we've got to continue to improve and that's the message we, we want to get better this week um and then we've got to have a focused game against hunter's lane because that's a you know a must victory if we have any shot at, at a higher seed well, let's talk about that game a little bit. What do you know about the other Warriors in your region? Well, it's the same thing. You know, Hillsborough is, is you know, they're, they've got Mount Julia left, and they, they may be the best one of six team and, and one of seven team in the nation. I, <laughs> I don't know how they're they were one in seven. It's just a, the athletes all over the place. And Hunter's Lane is a lot, you know, similar. Um, just a lot of athletes. Um, I know they've had some guys injured and some different things happen, so. Uh, we've got to do the same thing that we we did against Hillsborough and, you know, come in with a lot of energy and, um, you know, realize that those records aren't indicative of who they are and come out and and play hard and, um, you know, like I said, control what we could control and do, do, bring the effort, bring the intensity and, and, you know, we'll have a shot. So that's what we're preaching. And uh, like I said, you know, can't overlook anybody, especially, um, you know, based on the records and who they played. Lastly, Coach, uh, some news released on Tuesday for your football program. The White County Warriors will be moving down to 4A come next season starting in 2023. I know we were talking before we started the interview, you saying that you've been trying to get that move for quite some time, finally get it, and got it by about seven students was that cutoff line between 4A and 5A. Uh, Just take me through, I guess, your thoughts on moving down to 4A come next season. Well, it's only logical. I mean, it's it's... The, the logic of where we've played in the past 30 years absolutely blows my mind as a hometown Sparta kid, as a player, and just as a fan, and then you know, now as a coach. This is the who we need to be playing. I mean, uh, the difference in numbers between us and Stone Memorial and us and, and you know, Crossville are, are 100 kids, and Livingston's 150 kids smaller than Sparta. And, uh, you know, you go down the line, uh, you know, Upperman is growing. They're moving up in classification, but I'm going to say by next year they're going to be within – you know, 150 kids of where we are. Um, instead of going and traveling two hours away to people who aren't rivalries that have got six, 700 more kids than we do, makes absolutely no sense to me. So uh, my, my thing is it, it's, it's 
it doesn't mean that we're going to be a dominant football team. It just means that you're traveling 25, 30 minutes. You got uh, rivalry games. You got kids that know each other. Your fan bases are closer. You make more money at the gates. Uh, it, there's nothing that's a negative. Just don't understand how it took TSSAA 30 years to figure it out that maybe. Now they didn't. It just fell out that way. But I think there's times where they got to look at the people, the schools, and the areas. And, and realize instead of try making kids travel two hours to games because of six kids, and this is the first time we've, we've got the, the benefit of the cut on the low end. It's always been, hey, we're the smallest team by 15 kids, uh, so you got to travel to two-hour games for five games a week. It makes no sense to me whatsoever if we're in it for the betterment of the students. Um, and that's not sour grapes about winning football games. We would definitely be more competitive uh, in the lower divisions over the past 30 years. But also, that's where we need to be, if that makes sense. We're, it's not fair to the kids to send them to play kids. with. Right now, Wilson Central has nearly 2,000 kids. We've got 1,100 kids, and that's who we played this year, as opposed to going 15 minutes up the road to cross from a stone. They, they've got 100 less kids than us. You know, you do the math on that. So I guess you can tell I've thought about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, though, that it's finally done. I just think this community is going to be excited about it. And like I said, it's not a, a hey, we're going to win now that we're in, in 4A. We're, we're doing fine right now where we are. But the thing is, it just gives the, the, the whole atmosphere uh, will be better at all these ball games, uh, being in a, in a closer uh, you know area to play in. So it, it's exciting. I'm just it's sad that it took this long to get there, but uh, it, it finally happened. So I think it, it's going to be great for, for everybody involved in the program. White County Warriors moving to 4A next season, doing pretty good in 5A this year, as Coach Frazier mentioned right there, 3-2 and two in region play and a good chance to go to 4-2 and two coming up on Friday. They play a good football game against Hunter's Lane. Coach Frazier, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you. Joined by head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program, 2-6 and six on the season, 1-2 in region play after a tough loss to Coffee County, 26-7 in their region game this past Friday. And coach, uh, I know a, kind of a slower first half and then the second half some scoring got started and looked like a lot of penalties in the game as well. Uh, just take me through, what were your thoughts on the game on Friday? Yeah, uh, a, a different, different type of game. Um, sloppy from... Uh, you know, really both teams in terms of penalties, uh, a, a lot of penalties, um, you know, some self-inflicted, some, you know, maybe a, a difficult call, but um, certainly a, a storyline in the game. But, you know, big, you know, the biggest thing for us was, um, you know, kind of a tale of two halves defensively, uh, played well in the first half and, you know, put ourselves in, the, put ourselves in a bad spot a couple of times in the second half and, um really just weren't able to get going offensively. Is it kind of more, I guess, like you said, putting your guys' selves in a bad spot defensively in that second half, or is it kind of the changes that they had made that they it just was tough a little bit to figure it out maybe? Um, yeah, I think, you know, self-inflicted is, and maybe every coach feels that way sometimes. Certainly um, don't want to take anything away from them. They're, they're well coached. Um, they've got good players, but you know, I, I do feel like it was more um, just us not being consistent and doing our job. And, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into that talking scheme and, and fundamentals and things like that that, um, you know, we won't get into. But, yeah, I, I felt like we, we really just didn't play well, um, to put it simply. We, we just didn't, didn't play well enough to win the game. And, um, you know, I thought they, they played better than we did. 
Well, Coach, as, as you shift the focus to Blackman this week, what are you guys working on in practice, either defensively or offensively? Yeah, they're uh, obviously they present new challenges. Um, up-tempo, very, very athletic, uh, like to throw the ball, like to, um, I guess you could say, gamble a little bit as far as um, going on fourth down and, and doing some things in the kicking game that um, you don't necessarily see all the time. So uh, we've got to... You know, we've got to be ready to go, um, certainly defensively. Offensively, uh, we've got to be much better than we were last week. We, we missed some things that typically maybe we take for granted, um, certainly in the passing game last week. So uh, we're going to have to do a better job of sustaining drives and keeping our offense on the field. Um, you know, defensively, I, I guess the biggest focus or, or maybe change for us is just going to be tempo, um, you know, not being able to reset or, or huddle um, after after each play is, is a little bit of a change. You're seeing that more, um, a little bit more in high school football these days, but um, still not not necessarily to the level that we're going to see this week. So uh, tempo and, and doing the no huddle stuff and making sure that we are um, aligned and ready to go um, is, is going to be important. Talking with head coach Taylor Hannigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned kind of working on the defense and getting ready for that fast-paced offense and going kind of going to that no huddle that they like to do. Offensively for you guys, what do you have to do a little bit better job of to try to get some more points on the board as you take on the plays? Well, it's it's it starts up front. Um, certainly, we, we've got to be able to, to manufacture some stuff on the ground. Um, which we've got to be creative in the way that we do that. Um, and then we just got to take the simple stuff in the passing game, which is not something that um, we did last week. We, we had some um, some easy throws underneath, some open guys down the field that we didn't hit. And, you know, I didn't think our quarterback played as well as he has all year. He's had a phenomenal year. But, um, you know, we got to get back on track and really just do the – uh, I guess what you would say the the simple things or the things that look simple, um, the routine plays. We've got to get back to doing that a little bit better. So um, that's our focus. We we were, um, you know, we just didn't have the the flow. It didn't seem to click um, last week offensively the way that it has some weeks for us. So um, more of just you know being positive, but making sure that we understand the the little things that affect. Um, you know, the big outcomes of plays and, and games. So um, getting back at it uh, this week, we got to make sure that we focus on focus on us. Lastly, Coach, I know obviously a, a tough game last week in region play. However, with the Warren County loss, you guys are guaranteed a playoff spot and can still get a three seed going into the region playoffs. Have you, have you talked to the team about that at all? Are they pretty excited about it? Yeah. Uh, really haven't talked about it a whole lot um we'll we'll kind of shift our focus there when it's time um everything this week is about you know this game um you know not necessarily a, a game that's gonna um affect a whole lot as far as all that goes but um for us you know just for where we're at and coming off the game that we had last week um it in my opinion it wasn't time to to look ahead we've got a big game coming up in a few days um, and we've got an opponent that's capable uh, of winning games. And, and so this is a big focus for us. We haven't talked about next week. We haven't talked about um, the playoffs yet. And, and when it's time to do that, we'll, we'll address it.
going to be a fun matchup with the Blackman Blaze. That's Cookville Cavaliers head coach Taylor Hennigan right here on the high school playbook. They'll travel there coming up on Friday. Coach Hennigan, we appreciate the time as always. Yes, thank you for having me.